Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. We are on episode number 45. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Eric and Caitlin. Hey, everyone. Hello. And we are whale watching. Yeah, we did go whale watching. Well, we did go whale watching. Uh, I got blown <laughs> off the water today. Oh, they canceled? Yeah. It was blowing like over 40. Whoa. Guess yeah. what? Guess what? What? Hold on, let me break it. Let me let me share it on this. Oh, I'm gonna share it on my screen because my email. I bought tickets today. I didn't even call you. I'm I'm coming. Oh my god! <laughs> Slater bought tickets to come back to my house and didn't even tell me the dates. <laughs> oh no! Literally, they... so uh, he's coming um, after you, Eric. Yeah, okay. I'm coming. I'm coming. It's too soon because we're going to Vegas and at like the end of January, so we're gonna take a little break and then we're driving down January, February, and March to uh, freaking L.A. to like Those to our parents and LAX bandits. <laughs> yeah um okay so anyways the 19th to the 24th yay yeah that'll be so fun. and eric's coming at the beginning of the month so i'll get to see both of you yeah there's gonna yeah. be so many whales eric dude there were so many while i was there which uh-huh. we can talk about in a minute but Woo! awesome so we all are traveling huh yes and oh, confirmed, got my tickets for mexico two weeks baja oh, yeah. oh and loretto and loretto oh nice yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. that's gonna be so cool. The future looks good for whale watching for Slater more because <laughs> it is not lately. That's really actually, good. I actually called Kate today and she didn't answer. Kate, Kate Cummings. Yeah, she's on the water today, and yeah. uh, it got kind of bumpy offshore, so everyone's trying to probably pay attention to the uh, to the wheel and the swell. Looks like you guys have kind of a nice week coming up, though. I was creeping on your forecast. Uh, I don't know. It's up well, and down. Christmas Day looks the nicest, and of course, you're not operating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm looking at tomorrow, and tomorrow's not looking. Uh, looks a little wet, a little bit bumpy. The outside of the bay was uh, kind of bumpy today. We all got drawn out there and looked at three humpbacks, and then we all went back inside because it was so bad. And uh, yeah, we we enjoyed harbor porpoise and coastal bottlenose. Nice. Nice. Um. Eric. So the humpbacks have still been your main go-to in Monterey, yeah? No gray whales really yet? You know, it's been pretty amazing. The humpbacks have been still been showing really well, and it literally just turned winter today. And uh, the, the humpbacks, the, I mean, the gray whales have shown up. I actually had one Thursday or Friday right in front of Moss. And I know some of our fishing boats have been seeing them just a little bit outside of the bay. So, yeah, they're slowly trickling in, and it should it should pick up a little bit more and more and more. I don't have Dude, I saw your. They're holding a prop in front of me on the screen. <laughs> I saw your bottlenose shot today, Eric. Was it today, right? Yeah, yeah. bottlenose. Oh, yeah. Nice. So we had those right there along the beach too. So. Wait. Okay. Speaking of cool photos, Eric, can we please talk about that northern right whale dolphin photo for a second? That's rad. Bruce. Yeah, that was oh, literally. The one. The no, uh... the one that's like curved and looking at the camera. Yeah. Did you not take... see it? Don't be trying to out. Uh, photo me eric what the heck's going on here <laughs> let me look oh yeah it was a spray and pray photo M- myself and pete got some pretty good shots that day we got oh, really lucky. Yeah. we got really lucky it was a really really bumpy day and the dolphins were literally above us at one point yeah and uh one decided to to you know jump multiple times like really close to us and usually you know it's pretty far away so we got multiple chances and uh yeah we uh, got some pretty decent shots out of it. The second shot on your uh, post of the northern right whale dolphin. Uh-huh. If you guys want to go, if the if the viewers or listeners want to go and look um, on Eric Eric Austin's Instagram, 
you could really see that like tuxedo pattern kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, all the way down the tail. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my yeah, oh, all yeah. the way. Yeah, so we got really good looks at them. And the next day they got them, but they didn't get that jumpy. But white sided and uh, northern right whale dolphins have been showing pretty good. But yeah, but, you guys want to see them? Go on my Instagram. It's private, so become my friend and I'll let you see them. Was it? Um, was <laughs> Maybe it, we'll uh, use it as the thumbnail for the podcast. Yeah, we can do that. Oh yeah, okay. What was the? Um, was it bumpy that day? Because this last shot on that side, it looks like mm-hmm. you're looking almost looking up to it. Exactly. I was looking up at them. It's been really bumpy outside the bay. You know, we even had a, a few moments that seemed like the humpback whales were above us and they weren't even breaching. So a little bit bumpy outside, but hey, it's Monterey. We still go out anyway because whales have been really good this fall. This is actually one of the best falls I think Dude, I've it's ever not, had. It's not yeah. even fall anymore. It's winter. Oh, yeah. Christmas is in like three days. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I even just said that myself. Yeah, it's the 21st. It's the shortest day. Yeah, and it's. It's been amazing, and I'm just, uh, I'm still kind of worried about the gray whales because of that hit mm-hmm. they took last year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of think the gray whale migration is going to be rough again this year. It's usually uh, not just a one year deal. Yeah, and the one that showed up in front of Moss looked really. It, I don't think it was one of those like lost whales. It looked pretty chunky and healthy. So, yeah, things are starting to look good so far. We'll see what happens. Dude, you guys see uh, where Adam is? Yeah. It's yeah, in Belize. In Belize. Dude. Yeah. He- is this a nurse shark right here? Yeah. Know, re- yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to share it on my story. Yeah. Um, What's it called? There was some whale news. Oh, I have lots of news. whale news. Yeah, yeah lots of stuff. A lot of whale news, yeah. Um, Do you want to talk about Hawaii first later, and then we'll do whale news? Hawaii's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just, like, honestly, don't even need whales. I just stare in the blue water and cry, and then I'm good. <laughs> Oh, Eric, did you see the video? Oh, yeah, you saw my story. You had to have seen it. Of the humpback, the, the, the captain was sticking her phone in when they were coming underneath the boat. Oh, yeah, Captain Amy, right? Yeah. I saw hey, her. Have you met her before? I haven't met her, but I saw the, the iPhone footage. I was like, what? I didn't know you jumped in or what. Yeah. No, you can dude. lean off the side of that rib and just, like, let it go. Bro, this is so clear with the iPhone and the bottlenose dolphin. Oh, my. Put me in the water. Someone. I'll go. I'll hold on to a peck fin and go for a ride. Like, now, I, like, iPhones take surprisingly good underwater footage, Slater. Was she using a housing or is that just? Just the, um, like the life proof. Hashtag sponsored by life proof. Be cool. And her Slater iPhone. Was trying to buy one while he was here. We couldn't Dude, I went him. to so many shops. Nobody had them. And her iPhone. Sold. Her iPhone was actually waterproof. Unlike your earlier one, right? Yeah. Unlike. Dude, unlike Amber's. Okay, so the first night I get, or like the first night I think I get there, they they got out of their class. Uh-huh. Maybe it might have been second night, but they got out of this class, and I was meeting them to go to a talk on coral. Oh, cool. And we talked about it in the last podcast, didn't we? Yeah. The coral. But so we went and um, I saw Amber was or Caitlin was standing on the beach with like holding all the stuff and like sitting by it. So uh-huh. I was like, screw it. So I, I took my shoes off and walked out into this little like um. It's a fishing pond, a historic fishing pond. Yeah, so it's just oh, like cool. a it's just like no. a jetty, like a little rock wall on the outside of it that holds all the water in there. It doesn't hold it in there, but it like you know what I mean. So the turtles all come and they rest on the rocks in there at night. It seems like. Uh huh. And you can walk right over, like you don't walk all the way up to them, but you can walk like you know a hundred yards away or whatever. And Amber sticks her one starts swimming towards her feet. She we see it in the water, so she sticks her. Uh, she's like, should I do it? I'm like, do it. She sticks her phone in the water, but, like, upside down and halfway. And so she didn't mm-hmm. get it, like, into, the, like, the, the charging port or anything. 
Uh-huh. And then she, <laughs> excuse me, and then she comes back, and then it turns off immediately. Oh, and no. So, we get back to Beach, and Caitlin's like, didn't you just get your screen replaced because it was cracked? So it wasn't the original screen. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, she so forgot. that's why. That's why it broke, because it wasn't the original screen. Oh, no. Yeah, so. Lesson for you listeners. So, think about it. Caitlin, Amber, Slater, we've all stuck our phone in for, for like, jellies and stuff, and it's, they've all totally broke. Not, but it was definitely. Yeah, but it broke. The rest of the time. My mine just had a defect on the on the SIM card the port. The O ring. Yeah. yeah, that was why. I guess whole button just didn't work anymore, but I could still use the phone. Yeah, so mine was for jellyfish. Oh, it wasn't by even the way, anything crazy. I don't. Did I mean we kind of talked about it last week? Um, but when we we went snorkeling, Eric, mm-hmm. down by their house, dude, we were out for like at first there was one turtle. And mm-hmm. then it was like two turtles, and then it was like five <laughs> turtles, and then it was uh-huh. two turtles together. Like, and then this one turtle actually swam down to the bottom into like this little. Um, it was into in like a, a rock, yeah, into like a ledge, and he just laid in there. Yeah, oh, they yeah. napped in there. I'm like, must be nice, bro. Just, t- I wish I could take naps underwater. <laughs> it was yeah. really cute, and like, if you know what you're looking for when you're snorkeling, you can actually see the areas where they do that because, like, it looks like a turtle. Like they, because they've yeah. cleaned off all the coral and algae and stuff, and like carved it out. <laughs> You'll be surprised, yeah. Those, those turtles, when they're especially when they're napping, their heart rate drops, you know, like blue whale yeah. low, and yeah. they can stay sleeping down there for you know hour or more. So yeah, the longest recorded for Hawaiian green sea turtle is like five hours. Is it really? That's yeah, nuts. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I think they just Same. barely take like a sip of air, and then they just like hold it in there. I don't even know how they do it. It's yeah, the they... heart heart rate. Yeah. yeah, they don't have a diaphragm either. Like, so actually how they like get that extra compression to breathe is they push their pec fins down when they throw their head back and up. Mm-hmm. That helps them like breathe at the surface. Oh, that did you see the photos, Erica, that I took of the turtles? Maybe I should post one tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, I saw you post sto- on your story. Facebook. Yeah, you put a story. You put that little one with the head popping up by the, yeah. 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 Oh, I haven't seen that one. You The other one you posted was farther away from the turtle. Did we yeah. tell you when we were snorkeling? Also, if you free dove down about ten feet, you could hear whales. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw your little post about it. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to hear that. You guys want to hear was, some whales? It was really distant, so it was kind of hard to hear. But like pretty soon, I I think you'll hear it a lot. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. Hopefully, I can still hear them when I get there. Dude, did yeah, anyone listen to the hydrophone yeah. yesterday? Bro, when you get there, you're gonna hear them. We were hearing them through the hole. Really? Yeah. yeah here, here, listen to this whale real quick. Okay. Dude. This this whale dove right on like right in front of us and then started singing. You and you could tell it was a whale that was just right there. This I is love a, that. Is that an elephant? That. Yeah, is that a cow? I love that. It sounded like a cow for a second. You guys weren't whale watching. You're a cow watching. Actually, that's someone said. Um, if I had to describe a whale song, it'd be like drowning farm animals. <laughs> So, Caitlin, is, it, is there plenty of humpbacks in uh, off the islands right now, or should people wait a little bit longer, or what, what's what's the story? Um, they're definitely starting to trickle in. Like, they're seeing them on every trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Amber had a pretty good comp pod the other day. Oh, cool. And it was really windy this week, so I always look from land, but I just saw a lot of whitecaps this week, but I'm sure they're around. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see them on my last snorkel trip when we were driving to and from 
uh, snorkel sites. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely around. Uh, it's just we had a tough week with the weather. Like today, I was supposed to be on two whale watches this afternoon, and um, they called me after the six thirty a.m. one, and we're like, "Dude, we're like losing stuff off the boat. Like it's way too windy. We can't go the rest of the day." And I was like, "No, dude, that's the problem <laughs> about being out whale there for a week." <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem about being out of, out of Matlaya, huh? Yeah, I think they canceled a lot of stuff in Lahaina today, too, because it was just blowing everywhere. It was, like, big trade winds. So, like, out on the approach to, like, Kahului, the other side of the island, it was, like, gusting up to 60. So, like, no place was safe today. <laughs> wow. That's blowing so, hard in here, yeah. Yeah. Um, Eric, my first trip out, we had, like, I feel like we had, like, a pretty good, like, oh, we had, like, a three or four little comp group. Um, and then we had a couple singles. I think we ended up having like 12 whales on my first trip. And then like the next day it was, it was okay. It was same thing. And then the like third day I think was incredible. Like we had like mm-hmm. a group of like six or seven in a comp group. And then, uh, Kate went under the boat multiple times. That's what's awesome. You could sit in one spot and they circle. And uh-huh. what was cool about the, the other comp pod, it had like two or three bottlenose in it, but I only saw one like at a time. Uh-huh. But they, then when they split off, you'd see a couple bottlenose pop up. Um, but wherever the bottlenose would go, I think the female was following them. Oh, no so way. The, so the bottlenose was coming to the boat, you know, like how they do, oh. and then they keep going by. They weren't, like, hanging out with okay. the boat, but they would pass right by us. Will these comp pods get bigger as more whales get into the area? I mean, how many? Oh, I think so. How many I are think... you seeing in the comp pods now? Most of them have been six to eight whales that I've heard everybody seeing. And I That's awesome. also wow. heard that they do get a lot bigger, like 12 plus. Dude, I think what's his name? Uh, Jordan Lerma has a literally um, some footage of, that he hasn't that it's I think it's for a documentary. Um, and it's like I want to say it's like well over 25 whales. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. 20, 20. Uh, I think so. you were there when yeah. he showed us that video. Yeah. At dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Dude, so that's pretty intense. Yeah. Oh, wait. I want to tell them about my last trip. Oh, so yeah. my, my last trip, a private charter, I went out on the oh, boat. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they, uh, <laughs> we saw literally like two whales and they all held their breath the entire time. Like 20 minute dives. Like, <laughs> and, and we, we were running away from rain. So we like drove out and like you could see the rain behind us and then it moved and then we went back behind it. Like, uh-huh. and it just disappeared the rain. Um, but yeah, the, my, my like only private trip with just me on the boat. There was no whales at all. Oh, so oh, but you sad. did go on the celestial cruise with me when I was working. <laughs> Literally, oh my god, Eric! I, I, I want to. I wish I could come and see your reaction when you hear this lady you talk. You have to go on it, Eric, when you're here. Why? I'm, I'm taking Margot on it 100. percent Will it remind me of someone? No. No, she's just okay. So the night Slater went, she's there smart. was a big fire on the other side of the island and so it was yeah. really smoky over I on our it. side because it I all blew videos. yeah i saw your yeah video. so that made it hard to see the stars because there was a lot of smoke. <laughs> and there was clouds and stuff and yeah it was a little bit cloudy so harriet just like freestyled it all trip oh, because there wasn't many stars dude. to point out uh-huh dude listen to this uh, she 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 uh, she's on the front of the boat and she's like what do you call um uh, like the sections or something like that like each section of the stars and then i i didn't hear what she the question and i just heard like what do you call each section or whatever so i said paragraph like but i said it in the galley and she heard and she goes no she started cracking up 
the whole boat I'm was like paragraph. Like the bar, just like, oh my god, this is my guest ticket on the I boat. I literally did not expect her to hear me. I was like downstairs in the galley, and I was like a paragraph, like jokingly, and she heard it, and she said it over the over the PA. <laughs> Like not a paragraph, idiot. You know what she had, Eric, was those the laser pointer that you have. Oh yeah, those are fun. Yeah. You could, dude. It was like touching the stars. <laughs> <laughs> she was lightsabering the stars out of the sky. Yeah, people don't people don't believe me that yeah those lasers work for pointing out stars, and I I used it in uh, Pacific Grove the other day, and people were like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Dude, showing that's... people how to find the North Star and stuff like that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we did talk about the North Star. Um. And the Pleiades and Cassiopeia, which actually in Hawaiian they call a uh, frigate bird. Oh, really? <laughs> I think that's more appropriate than a queen sitting on a throne. I think it looks like a frigate bird. I think they're uh-huh. right. Because it's very, like, M-shaped. Um, and then she talked a lot about Polynesian navigation, and she really went for it on the testicular navigation. <laughs> oh, God, here we go about that he again. Really, Slater was like, he could not contain himself. He <laughs> He was just oh, like laughing years. the whole time. It was so funny. So I got this app called Skyview, and I was I was like pointing the stars out before she could, because I was aiming them at him. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, that the door- Southern Cross is visible down here now for like another couple of weeks, because like right oh, okay. at the winter solstice, you can see it. Nice. So that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool that you guys offer that. Yeah, being on ships is like the some of the best, you know best uh, conditions to see all those constellations and stuff like that and uh if you know you know the person who's teaching this stuff knows what they're talking about yeah they can show you the seasonal stuff and all kinds of cool stuff oh yeah they're telling you it's like basically like full-on calendar bro they can know exactly what date it is yeah. Yeah. especially especially down there i mean even the yeah what, like you mentioned the the navigation there the polynesians and stuff yeah that's a big part of it yep yeah, that, that was, was cool. That was fun. It was Blair funny. Had a great hell, time. Man. <laughs> she was just so funny. I was literally dying. Like, I was, was art. Like, I have a headache from laughing. Yeah, I was like, my cheeks hurt. It was so funny. It's kind of funny now that I've traveled. I mean, we all have traveled so much. Have, have you noticed that a lot of whale watching boats now, depending on what part of the world they're in, they can do these celestial trips during the evening? Like, you know, they have the Northern Lights trips. Over there yeah. in, in uh, Iceland right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, Hagenas, the place I went whale watching with in Iceland. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. They have humpbacks right now, like full blown. Do you follow yeah. their Facebook? Yeah, yeah. I saw oh, their post what? today. Full snow. Yeah. The whole city's covered in snow. God, I wish I could fly like right now. Yeah. Slater's another... next thing is cetaceans with snow. That's what he wants. Yeah. Another one of our Instagram yeah, followers. Hawaii's not helping. Yeah, another one of our Instagram followers in like is in like the northern part of Norway right now. And same thing. They got these awesome shots of snowy mountains with orca you know in the foreground i was like oh yeah uh, so one of the like local guys one of the uncles was sitting i was doing outreach up on the on the poly so we we have outreach stations in a couple different places on maui during whale season mm-hmm. and these two uncles were sitting in the dirt part of the parking lot they sit there every day they said for the last 20 to 30 years and they watch whales in the morning he has his own specific rock he always sits on uh-huh. and he gets upset if someone moves it so um, he said sometimes Haleakala has snow on it during whale uh-huh. season. Oh, so you cool. can't get a snow-capped <laughs> whale photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, when I went up there with my friend, that's where we were going up, towards the crater. 
Yeah. We got about halfway, but then the road we were, we chose to go on ends. Like, well, it, you could go on a four by four. If you have like a truck, we were in my rental car. So, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't scrape the bottom or anything. It's fine. The Hyundai Elantra <laughs> was not going to handle the four. The potholes were not, not having it. So, uh, <laughs> but dude, it got to 40, uh, 48 degrees up there, which really? is really a, yeah. a big difference when you're at uh, 88 85. down below. Yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. So, yeah, that's like that's like nighttime here in Monterey right now. We're hitting the 40s. Yeah. It was so when I got back, Caitlin, that night I was shivering. <laughs> you just take me from 80 degree weather and put me in 48 degree weather. Yeah, it's been in the 80s every day in the afternoon here. I'm really cold all day long, Caitlin. Okay, I'm well sh- you can come, Eric, anytime. <laughs> it's 52. Oh, it's gonna rain all all tonight, Eric. Yeah, I'm I'm already gonna wear. Uh, I'm more planning wearing all Grundens tomorrow. They look like a deadliest catch extra. It's supposed to end like at four in the morning. I don't think you have to. Did you listen to the hydrophone last night? No, I read someone's post that they were going off. It was good. The humpbacks were really loud all night, and then there was dolphins all night. I heard Rizzo's and um, Northern right whale dolphins and Pacific whiteside dolphins. So you're still listening to Monterey Bay whales all the way in Hawaii, huh? Yeah, I listen to it before <laughs> I go to bed. Isn't technology wonderful? <laughs> and then I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, the whales are still singing. Oh, that's funny. That's oh, awesome. I literally um, showed him the humpback singing in Monterey on the on the website while we were watching the humpback sing in there. <laughs> oh, Eric, you want to hear something interesting that I uh, – did I talk about it last time about where the hump – I think they think they're giving birth at? No. Well, it's like I mean they probably thought this for a long time, but they just which, the, the which population the Hawaiian humpbacks. Yeah, in uh-huh. Hawaii. So they think that what's happening is like the humpbacks are giving birth on the outside of the islands coming in. Oh, so wow. that way, like okay. if it like attracted any like predators or something, or if the whale was sick, or like when whatever, like I, it kind of makes sense, right? There's a big placenta and blood that comes out, and like I don't know, I'm sure it attracts sharks when that thing comes out. Oh yeah, definitely, or especially out. They said they said if you chummed in the water here, it would only take like thirty minutes for like sharks to show up. Oh yeah, the shark trips over there are always successful. The people who go free diving over there. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, they think that maybe they're having them like they have. They, the one lady said she's seen like not her personally, but they've seen like f- only five placentas in f- in twenty years. Yeah, and two of them were last year. Yeah. In the same season. So what organizations mainly keep track of that population out there and do a lot of research? I know Pacific Whale Foundation sent a lot of people to. Barcelona is that the main organization you guys Caitlin that take care of all that so there's a new kind of a newfound wave of collaboration Uh um it seems here in Hawaii so pack whale Cascadia and happy whale are all working together now oh cool um and so they still have like some proprietary boundaries with their information but Mm -hmm. their catalogs are merging um I'm not sure how much of Cascadia is merging for humpbacks, but like the O'Donoghue stuff seems to be working together in a collaborative effort a lot mm-hmm. now. Um, <clears throat> and then Noah also was saying that they're on board with Happy Whale in the pre-season uh, meeting. So oh, I think cool. Ted built some serious partnerships out here and had some big wins the last two years or so. Uh-huh. And so they seem to be coming together. Um, there, I. I don't know if there's a lot of funding here in Maui for like an institution to do it, but I think on Big Island, um, like Adam Pack is still working on uh, stuff, and a couple other groups. Um, it's probably through University of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So 
it looks like it's getting a little more collaborative, but um, it's still a little scattered out. But people are taking fluke photos for sure, and like oh, happy cool. whales starting to kind of merge everything, which is nice. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I, I looked on there and I see uh, happy whale up there in the uh, submission. So that's, I mean, uh, Pacific Whale Foundation. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so that's good. Oh wow! The first time this whale was just sighted. Okay, so you guys, I just brought up my happy whale um, yeah. from the trip, and all of mine got the ones I turned in. Um, this one was the first time it's been seen. Let's see this one. Okay, yeah, I... this. Oh, 1986. Oh, cool. That's pretty cool. This well, I think was a female, and she goes to a lot. Oh no, she goes to. Uh... Yeah. Wow. She goes to Alaska, Admiralty Island. That's wow. Awesome. Dude, isn't that freaking epic? I just had one too, like two days ago. That was the first time that's been submitted, and uh, it's an older whale, but uh, yeah, it's spotted here, right here in the Monterey Bay. So can't wait to see who sees it again. And she was last yeah. seen uh, August two thousand seventeen here in Maui. That's oh, cool. awesome. In the same area, isn't that cool? Nice. Dude, wow, so isn't that been... incredible? Yeah, it's kind of neat. Even that a few year gap is pretty crazy too. Uh, let's check out my other ones, dude. But that might be more common for you guys, right, Caitlin? Because you guys obviously have a bigger population of humpbacks compared to me right now. Yeah. ten to 12,000 whales come through Maui County every winter. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a lot of whales. <laughs> yeah, that ten to 12,000 better be there when I get there. <laughs> okay, I what... mean, they don't all come at the same time, but yeah, like... You what know, time? There's... What time do they do they uh, come There's to Maui County? At any given time during the month of February is my understanding. And when do they jump? Um, I don't think you're gonna get a single breach while you're here, Eric. So if this we... <laughs> how come this whale doesn't say anything? What's going on here? If it hasn't been identified yet, if it's blank, if it just it says, just says count... one... yeah, count means... one, yeah, yeah, that means it hasn't been identified yet. It Aww. can run it through again or just wait for a match. Or this they might need count to... one too. That's sadder than sad. <laughs> a few days later, you you can come catch more Pokemon. Th- this one says this one's in the Cascadia CRC one sixty one five, but it doesn't. It hasn't been sighted anywhere else. That's kind of a bummer in the summer. Well, we'll see as well, as more people submit to the database and like after this season, we'll see what happens. But we talked about Happy Whale pretty much on our previous podcast, right? Or do yeah. we need to re re explain? No, I think we've done a pretty good job of talking about it in previous episodes. If you don't know what it is, happywell.com. Go check it out. Check out Slater Moore. He's... <laughs> it's a cool place to put your flukes. It's a central database that's a public platform, and a lot of people are starting to use it, which is really, really cool. Dang, I, I always... <laughs> Sorry. I, I always call it a, a humpback whale yearbook. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> oh, uh, um... A whale I saw in L.A., Rocky Balboa, was seen in um, La Paz, off La Paz, or down past La Paz. Or like, oh, yeah, cool. like Cabo, I guess. Nice. Yeah, they're slowly trickling down. Dude, this is fun when all your whales start popping up in places, huh? <laughs> and that's the neat thing about traveling, too. You look at your happy whale map, you're like, whoa, I'm all over. You feel like Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, you know? <laughs> No, really, because I was so happy. I got that like new that Newfoundland whale, you know. So I got sightings in Canada now. I was like, yay! Oh my goodness! Whoa! Uh, so, 
speaking of matches, did you guys see that news about the killer whales that were in Italy and then they matched them? In Genoa mm-hmm. and um, Shetland or, or no, Iceland, yeah. Yeah. Crazy cool. Yeah, that's a really cool sighting. I never knew they even saw killer whales off of Italy, so that's pretty cool. I think that, I mean, it's not it's not super duper common for sure. Um, but yeah, it was really cool that they were able to match them. Unfortunately, that group of killer whales, it looks like the one of the females had a a calf while they were in the Mediterranean and it died. Hmm. So there's definitely footage coming out of there of a female pushing around a calf. Oh. Yeah. That's not good. I don't know. How many miles is that? It's pretty far. (laughs) Pretty far. I don't know. Put in the Google Maps. Is it over a thousand? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. From oh. Iceland to yeah. the Mediterranean, yeah. Oh yeah, it's got to yeah. be. It's got to be like two thousand miles. Yeah, that's far. That's really far. Eric Slater, do you want to go halves on uh, underwater housing? I need one for Tonga. <laughs> do I get the? I need to come up with like seven thousand dollars in by Tonga. Oh, yeah. I was gonna rent one, but like the place that I rent from doesn't have it. I don't even know where to rent one from, honestly. For a five D. Yeah, from my camera and the port and the lint and the zoom kit and the vacuum ceiling and like the turkey burgers and all that stuff, dude. Aren't you a professional photographer? Isn't that just like a tax write off? Yeah, okay. Credit card, you got it. Yeah, except you got to have the upfront <laughs> money too. <laughs> I almost signed up for the Hawaiian Airlines credit card today. But they weren't going to approve me in time. So I was like, screw it. I paid cash for it. <laughs> let's, let's do a, a GoFundMe go for Slater. Eric, if you sign up for the Hawaiian Airlines credit card to spend $1, you do have to pay $100 a year on it, but you get a free round trip from anywhere in California and a 50% off uh, companion. And on top of that, I heard if it, you're flying out of LA, you can go round trip twice to Maui. Really? Yeah, okay. so it's pretty good. Okay. 100 bucks a year, you got to go to Maui. Caitlin and Amber are going to be tired of seeing us if we keep on using that card. They're only going to be there for like four months. Let you guys be to your own devices in the living room. We'll be like, bye, see you tomorrow. I'll come and I'll come the six to the seven or whatever first to the seven. <laughs> I know I'll, I'll hit it big in Vegas. Oh my god! I want to put twenty in, win a car, sell the car, and then fly to Maui from Vegas. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you got everything planned out so so right. <laughs> this is a really solid scheme. Oh, so let's go. Caitlin, let's talk about real whale news. What? I, okay, now I glanced over your paper really quick. Tell people about whale skin. Oh, yes, the skin maintenance migration. Okay, so a paper came out this week, um, and it started as the focus of Antarctic uh, killer whale ecotypes. So um, Bob Pittman and his collaborator, collaborators and then uh, anecdotal information and some scientific citing information from uh, researchers in the Southern Hemisphere kind of all came together in one paper about um, a big motivation for migration is for skin maintenance. Mm -hmm. So um, living in really, really cold water, whales Mm -hmm. pull blood away from their skin. And Mm -hmm. then that means that they accumulate a lot of diatoms and potentially can get uh, skin conditions. So they've observed and tagged killer whales that have gone up to like the subtropics to like above 30 degrees latitude Mm-hmm. and o- only to like go up there and then just turn right back around and come back and they think mm-hmm. that it's to slough their skin mm-hmm. so when the water when they're in warmer water they can push the blood all the way out to their extremities and they can shed all that skin off and then mm-hmm. 
the new layer starts to grow and then they head back to the cold water to feed. Um, and so they're, they're through that evidence specifically with killer whales, they're pushing that skin maintenance actually plays a bigger role in all cetacean migration than was previously given credit for. Yeah. Um, Cause like belugas also do skin maintenance migrations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of clues about that, especially a lot of us, like the most popular skin maintenance is like, um, the rubbing rocks, you know, people know about that over in the Pacific Northwest and also, uh, bowhead whales, uh, actually in over towards the, uh, Northeastern part of, uh, I believe the Northeastern part of Canada, they, for like hundreds of years, they notice they always gather at these, this really shallow location. And it turns out they're using rocks to kind of rub off, uh, some skin also. So yeah, big and small yeah. cetaceans all do this. Well, and the bowhead whales actually is another good example of an argument um, that they had about calf thermoregulation maybe playing less of a role in migration necessity because some Arctic species like killer whales, bowhead whales, and belugas and narwhals have calves in that cold water and the calves mm -hmm. survive. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, while it is still probably a key component as the motivation for these big migrations of um baleen whales it's probably not nearly as dire of a motivator as other things yeah so kind of shift the perspective on like why do whales migrate which is pretty cool yeah yeah did you Surprise. guys see the um ribs of the whale that has the harpoon in it no where'd you see that oh i'll send you a link real quick of a picture it was right. on pseudofauna i thought maybe was it was it on instagram was it the bowhead whale or what was it just click that link i sent you it's but it's like stuck in the ribs, like it went through and then it and then it calcified over it or something. I don't know if that's a word, but oh yeah. Say. So this was. Is this the bowhead? Yeah, so I think this was how they got the original age estimate of bowhead whales is because it had this harpoon tip in it, and the company that made these went out of business like over two hundred years ago. Oh okay, but I thought okay, I knew that story, but I didn't know that this was the. I never saw the image from this. You saw I this think... image. I don't know if I saw this image with it, but I think it's probably the same thing based on. Because from what I heard, this is the this is the harpoon that was from that. Um, click the next one. That harpoon's the head that was in the bowhead. I think. You know what? The Slater, the original picture you sent me, they said that was a deer. <laughs> what? Yeah, that looks too narrow to be cetacean ribs, actually. Um, what? Oh yeah, how big it is. Survived for years after bone. The scale, the scale's off. In fact, oh, maybe it was at, a deer. <laughs> if you look at that heart, that that tip, is like a bow and arrow arrow tip. Exactly. That looks like a broadhead. Let me take a look at your other picture. Look, it says ribs belonging to a whale which survived this harpoon caused by a harpoon. This was calcified by the organisms in the animal remaining attached to the bones until he died. It looks yeah. too. I there. saw it on a whale Instagram. I thought. But you know how it is. Someone probably shared it and then changed it and then shared it and then changed yeah, it. Yeah, like I see several things saying it's a deer. Okay. Bummer. But the, the story is true. So crazy how the bones yeah. like just fixed over it, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that brings up a good point that there was also some news going around about the genetic Here. testing of whales and their age. And they think they've got a better number on bowhead whales and they definitely live over 250 years. That number keeps on going up. You know, just it's kind yeah. of a, kind of amazing. I can't yeah. wait till we're eighty years old and then we're like, I was like, I saw a Casper, I saw whatever whale like in you know two thousand 
11, and it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, like it's gonna be 2090, and we're gonna be we've already seen these whales. You're about to say Casper. We've been seeing him a lot. Actually, I was gonna say Caspian. The last. Oh, uh, Caspian. Okay, this is whales in British Columbia. Yeah, but yeah, Casper too. (laughs) (laughs) You saw Casper this week, right? Yeah, Casper showed up about two or three times this week for us. In fact, he stayed off of Canary Row for the first trip and second trip, and I think even the next day, everyone got to see him again. Nice. Um, so the other piece of whale news I had was I tracked down the scientific information about the whales fixing more carbon than trees. Oh, yeah. Whales being uh, as, as valuable as a thousand trees. Yeah. 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 So, so the true? yeah, the International Monetary Fund put it out right before the um, Global Climate Summit in Madrid. And so that was pretty interesting that they're like advocating for... Um, they're advocating for conserving whales as a way to help combat the effects of climate change because whales fix way more carbon every year than trees do. Great. I have a feeling they're just going to be producing whales in pools and letting them sit there, like, breathing. No, they have to be in the wild for it to work. Yeah, because they have to poop, and then they have Pooping. to... Yeah, yeah, and then the phytoplankton. I know. Yeah, but I, just, cycle I can the see ocean some dumb person like, oh, why don't we just breed a bunch of them and keep them in these little pools? <laughs> <laughs> it's what no. the whales do that produces it's not the whales themselves they're not breathing out oxygen it's no it's yeah so the whales work as a nutrient pump bringing nutrients from the depths to the surface they also mix the water column when they do that but then they also took into consideration how much carbon is fixed when a whale dies because all that mass of a whale like a 33 ton whale goes to the bottom of the ocean and it doesn't go back into the atmosphere so and then it supports a whole ecosystem in the seafloor as well. So whale falls and whale poop are going to save our planet. <laughs> hey, Caitlin, what were you telling me they were drilling for what, cobalt or something? Yes. Deep sea mining for cobalt is like a new you know that, Eric? thing. No, where's that? Um, They're trying to do it several different places right now. Um, I'm not Great sure. I think, a lot of it, I think a lot of it's in the Atlantic. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, that's like a whole nother, you know, exploitation of the ocean and it's, we need cobalt for our electronics. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If they keep coming out with an iPhone every six months, make your iPhones last. Don't dunk them in the ocean, taking pictures of animals. We should just use cans and strings. <laughs> Write letters. We'll all become pen pals again. Yeah. Dude, what if I try to float a can all the way to Caitlin's house? No, then you'd be contributing to the garbage patch. Don't do that. And there'd be a string. And maybe entanglement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't do that. <laughs> Too bad I'm using whatever. <laughs> Eat my hair. <laughs> like Jack Sparrow, okay. Oh my gosh. Hair from your back to raft up sea turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I bet I could ride a sea turtle across the Pacific, dude. I'd put some sunblock on my back, but I don't hold two of those things. I don't oh. think they go that way. Yeah, they do. What do you mean? Well, it depends on which sea turtle, I suppose. They could go where they want, dude. Those Leatherback would lost. kill you on its dive. It would just take yeah. you down so deep, and then you just, just pop. Yeah. Oh, no. The, the ones I'm riding are, like, basically skipping out of the water. Like okay, just... Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a scene from Aquaman. <laughs> oh, Caitlin, speaking of sea turtles, have you ever have you witnessed yet or heard about the sea turtles that people think are bleeding, but it's actually the algae they eat? 
that make him kind of uh, <laughs> ooze out or drool out like this almost blood color fluid out of their mouth or what? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> you probably hear about that soon. But there's a certain type of algae they eat uh, around the Hawaiian Islands that make them ooze out this this uh, dark red, almost maroon, you know, liquid. And uh, everyone oh. thinks like, oh no, oh no, this turtle's dead. But uh, no, it's like, I haven't heard that yet. I'll have yeah. to. I'll find the details or ask some of the locals and they'll tell you about it. I forgot the name of the algae, but it's a, yeah, it's something the greens love to eat. Oh my Uh, gosh. You guys, look at this picture of a sea turtle at the sea. You froze. It's because he's doing so much with his computer. Just like short circuit himself. Um, The other thing that I. Still ever later. The other thing that I saw on um, yes. Marmam is the spring internships for a lot of different places around the world are starting to get posted. So if you're looking for spring and summer internships, start looking now because I've yeah. seen at least four or five on Marmam this week. You yes, see that they're paying someone to go to uh, Shetland to look for the whales? Oh, yeah. I was thinking about applying. <laughs> Dude, they're paying you like, what, 20000 a year or something? Yeah. To live there full time looking for whales, like the yeah, killer whales when they a, pop up. A citizen, it's a simple life like there. Community science based, like shore whale watching reporting program. What uh-huh. is it like once a year they show up, or like is there humpbacks and stuff there too? <laughs> once a year. Like, I gotta I see whales. You see, at least like bottlenose dolphin, minke whales, harbor porpoise. How's the internet? What? How's oh, the internet why are you gonna <laughs> go over there? He's going to be on the island. It's like, there's no Wi-Fi here. You apply. We'll both apply. We'll see who gets it. Dude, I don't got any degrees. May the best whale nerd win. You'll be surprised. Some of those observer positions actually don't require a degree, but just at least a certification. Yeah. Yeah. And like a vision check. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think that one requires that. Can you see this? But no. yeah, um, it's Whale and Dolphin Conservation UK. So WDC, the UK office, is looking for a policy officer for their northern region. So um, yeah, if you're interested in applying, they posted it on their website. And uh, you do like wildlife surveys and then community liaison, that kind of stuff. So Okay, if one of our listeners gets this position we'll add them to the podcast we'll have them on the podcast and they could like <laughs> once in a while to check in on what's going on over there yeah that'd be cool that's actually a really good idea didn't we actually do have some listeners in the early days actually kind of oh rob we, we should have robbie yeah we let us know how they're yeah. they should let us know how they're doing and all that stuff yeah we should do that reach out to them oh robbie messaged us on patreon caitlin did you okay. see that? No. Yeah, um, I saw it, and then I literally got on the plane, and then uh, actually I went to click login, and I didn't have the password, so I don't know what okay. happened with my I'll phone. I'll log in and yeah. try and look for it. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, dude, if, if any of our listeners has gotten a job since, like, listening to the podcast or from one of these um, Marmams, that'd be cool to have you on the podcast. Yeah, let us know. We do it via Skype now, so it's easier to get guests on there from wherever. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, guys, reach out to us and uh, yeah, let us know how you're doing. If you were either inspired by us or yeah, or you got a a position because of us. 
Sweet. It's so hot at Caitlin's house. I can feel it from here. I know, yeah, I'm do I look like I'm freezing? Warm? It's warm. Yeah. You're I'm sweating. And and I want to turn on. Yeah, and I want to turn on the heater here. And the only thing nighttime. is, is I had they had the fan on at their house, like the ceiling fan, and it hurts my throat really bad in the morning. Because mm. at night it's blowing all night, you know. Yeah. Like the dry air, dude. It's so hot. I didn't have sheets on. I had nothing on that bed, man. It was just freaking hot. <laughs> That's me every night with like two fans on also and like no sheets, nothing. It's and I was so having cool. asthma in the middle of the night every night. It's funny. You're really selling this Hawaii experience later. Hey, I'm just saying, dude, if you have asthmatics, <laughs> you better bring an inhaler there. Because <laughs> do you know why? Because humidity creates dust and mold, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. I dusted in vacuums before you came, but what can you do? It's not you. It's the planet. <laughs> All that lava dust. Oh, I saw two geckos <laughs> while I was there. The green one, very vibrant green one. Oh, you did and see the And I pulled out geckos. my phone to look at it, and it freaking ran up in the thing, and I never saw them again. Yeah. They're and bad. I saw a little brown one. Yeah, they're Lots bad. of little brown ones. Yeah. Dude, little gecko, dude. He's, like, chilling on the thing. Yeah, that's Hawaii <laughs> for you. Like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, and uh, Eric. Dude, you have to go up to the lavender farm. It's up towards uh whatever la 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 Akala. Yeah, and and they have um Jackson's chameleons. Oh, no we'll way. Go look for them, yeah. yeah. It's freezing we'll up there, which I don't make sense why they'd be up there, but yeah, they, they people have pictures of them like yeah. Jackson's on the chameleons, lead. you'll be surprised and welcome to the chameleon podcast everyone. Um they don't really <laughs> like unlike some chameleons they live more in like a mediterranean climate so they thrive there so uh, it's like half hot half cold yeah they don't need something super warm like you got some um some chameleons that like are like in madagascar for example and they they can deal with a little bit more heat and then jackson's uh you'll be surprised there's actually a, a population of jackson's chameleons that are in laguna beach california and they're thriving they used to be a rumor and then I personally actually was able to go find some myself over there. So, yeah, you'll be surprised where Jackson's chameleons can thrive. Well, so. we'll go look for them. Okay, I'm there. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if we're going to put out – we'll probably put out another podcast after Christmas, maybe before New Year's. We'll see. Yeah, um, I could do one. Like, I think we'll be on the 27th. So, or Eric, are you going down? Uh, I'll be – Back in Redondo Beach until I think the day after. When do you leave? Christmas. Um, probably as soon as Monday night. So. Okay, we're leaving Monday morning. Okay. okay. Well, if we uh, if we don't get to put out another episode before then, Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Thanks for sticking with us. We're gonna be coming up on our one year anniversary pretty soon, you guys. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, you guys want to know something? Sad. Yeah. What? That on our way home from freaking whole Maui, um, a coyote ran in the road and we hit it. Oh. Yeah, and it was, it destroyed our bumper. Oh jeez. And it ripped our resonator out. Like, dude, we it cost us a thousand dollars to fix our car. Oh no way. Yeah. Oh. So that was like, I just got home from spending money in Maui and then boom. Where were you? On the freaking one hundred one. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. So both of you be careful driving home this week, please. We yeah, will. that was sad. Yeah. I can't believe how much damage you did to the bumper. They yeah. and 
Yeah, I wasn't even looking. I was looking at my phone, and Margo goes, "Oh my god!" And then I was like, "I thought." And then I hear it, and I felt it, and it was like gnarly, right? I was like, "I said, pull over, pull," you know, like pull over the side of the road. And then like, because there wasn't anybody out, like there was a couple cars way behind us, but like it's late, you know, it was like ten. So, um, yeah, it destroyed the bumper. E. As well. Not good. Yeah. Glad you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was scary. Definitely scary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, should drive we safe during sign off from here? Yeah, everyone. Drive safe during your yeah. holiday travels. Try to get Careful. to Maui if you can this February, yeah. dude. Come. Like, tickets 300 bucks, 330 bucks round trip. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Come Hawaiian see us. We'll be there. We'll all be there at some point. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Well, happy holidays to everyone. And uh, yeah, if you if you got a internship or a job or something after listening to us, let us know. We'd be so excited to hear about that. Yup, yup. And Thank thanks you for guys. following us and following yeah. Patreon. Yeah, thanks everyone, and then have a safe and happy holiday period. Bye.